you're listening to Just Breathe with Bree, where I get the opportunity to vibe out with amazing creatives. And what an amazing creative we have today. My boy, my brother, y'all, my soul brother, Josh. What's goody? So y'all know I love me a good introduction. And today's episode is no different. We have my brother Josh on today. And let me just give y'all a rundown on this man. I met this man when I was like 15 years old. And from the moment I met him, it has been nothing but pure giggles. Okay, we are them them type of friends that like when you get around each other, it's just nothing but laughs. It's also a little bit of like intellectual conversations and some substance there as well but it's a great time and he's been family felt like family from the moment I met him and has is never going to be nothing but that he will always be my brother and so I cannot wait for y'all to continue listening to this episode because we talking about being friend zone friend zoned Okay, so those of you that, you know, want some more clarity on it, want some different perspective on it, here's the episode about being friend-zoned with my man's Josh. Love you, Josh, for coming on. And yeah, listen, as y'all continue to stay tuned. Today's topic is going to be mostly about being friend-zoned, right? I personally feel like nobody really, you talk about being friend-zoned maybe amongst your friends, something like that, but you don't necessarily talk about it as much that I feel like publicly, right? Because nobody, I mean, I'm not going to say nobody wants to talk about being friend zone, but it's not like, you know, it's not something you out and say, right? So we're going to talk about being friend zone, our experiences and all of that. So have you ever been friend zone before? Yes, I have. I okay, sure what have. Um, You know, there was people I was interested in and they you know, we, we might have went on a few dates or a couple of dates, but they never really amounted to anything. And it just kind of was like, you know, let's just be friends. I think when people say that, they, they it's a nice way of saying, I don't like you like that. Okay. That That's the, that's the nice way to put it, right? It's kind of like a... Yeah, come on now. How many people <laughs> do you know who say... Uh, Let's be friends are are actually like friends. Mm. I only know two people. <laughs> but see, you know what's funny? I've had guys like over the years, like especially like like I had I can think of one like in high school. I've had a guy that wanted to like talk to me. Like he started off kind of wanting to talk to me. And I was just kinda like, no, nah, like I, I, I like your vibe as a friend because it's like when you and I just feel like women, women speaking, right? When you have a friend relationship with a man and we giggling and shit, and it's so much fun. I could talk to you about other men. I could talk to you about whatever. Sometimes you don't want to cross that sexual line. You know what I'm saying? Because um, sometimes, like, sex can complement things, like, complicate things. So, I don't know. I feel like that's my version of of being friend-zoned. Um. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like if you if you start out liking somebody and then you end up in the friend zone, nine times out of ten, you ain't really wanting to hear about, you know, like all that men stuff and really trying to be your friend because it's probably not going to amount to anything. Mm. 
Like you're just gonna stay the friend. Like so, it's like I don't think most people wanna just like stay the friend or stick stick that out. Is it hard to kind of shut your emotions off when you become the friend? It can be. Mm. Hence why you you don't hear about many people being friends after they've been friend zoned. And if they are, it's, it might not be for long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why did they decide to friend zone you? It probably wasn't their type. So the the nicest way to put it to somebody is just like, well, let's just be, let's just be friends. Would you rather a woman tell you you're not my type? Yeah, I would rather you be honest and upfront. Hmm. Always. How'd you feel afterwards? Um, of course, you know, you, you're upset and, and a little, um, disheartened, but you know, you can't change anybody's decision. Like you shouldn't force anybody to, to be in a, a, a spot or position that they really don't want to be. That's not going to be good for, for you or the, or the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah, so have you ever friend zoned? No, matter of fact, before I even ask you, have you ever friend zoned a woman? What was your response when a person friend zoned you? Like, if you get a thing in particular, like, okay, this is what happened. This is the person I'm talking about. What was your response? <laughs> I mean, like, how do you respond after that, though? You know what I mean? It's not really much you can say or, or do. So you it's, hit that, oh, okay. Pretty much it's like, all right, okay. <laughs> that's like that's what it is. That's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? How'd you feel? It doesn't feel good. Hmm. I say that. It don't, it don't feel good, but, you know, you just have to kind of move on from that. You feel me? Did y'all actually, like, remain friends? It's probably like two people I could say we we still was friends. Mm. Okay. And what and, and and if I was to see him to this day, it still would be like all love. Wow, that's what's up. That's what's up. Why? Because they were honest with you and the other girls weren't? Yeah, they were yeah. They were pretty much straightforward. They ain't really beat around the bush or whatever. And we we was cool, you know what I'm saying? We just we be, we became cool. If a woman says to you like, "You just not my type," you could be like, "Okay, cool." Like that's enough for you to be like, "I'm cool with that," because I know I'm not gonna be everybody's type. I'm cool with that. I can I can live with that versus you just being like, "Oh, I mean, I just feel like we need to be friends." Like I just I don't know. It's yeah, you know, I, I love that. Yeah, I would, yeah, just say I'm not your type. Like okay. I already I already understand. Like yo, it's it's not for everybody. You feel okay. me? So, save us I, the heartache. Yeah, no, I feel you. Have you ever friend zoned a woman? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll say yeah. What happened? So, somebody I knew, right? He was like, uh, "Hey, Josh, you know, I got this friend." She's kind of looking to date or, you know, whatever the case may be. She was like, yeah, I think you're pretty cool. You know, I feel like y'all would be a good match. By the way, I hate being set up. 
mm-hmm. you know, on, on dates and stuff like that. So I was like, at the time, I, was, I wasn't really looking for a relationship or anything, but I was like, well, she was like, okay, well, y'all could just kind of be friends or, you know what I mean, whatever the case may be. So I was like, okay. So I hesitated for a little bit. But I hit her up and I, you know, I told her what it was up front. But it, it didn't seem to, to always like click mm. or whatever. I remember I had went to this um I hope she don't she don't hear this. I had went to this event she had, right? And mind you, I was telling her the whole time, like, you know, you know, I'm just looking for a friend or whatever. But she had like this little event at like this little art place or whatever. Uh-huh. And so you know how you 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 go somewhere and the family that they, they know you talking to that person. So the family knew that you was talking to her. They thought we was I don't know what she told them, but I had got the vibe like, oh that's him. <laughs> or you know what I mean? So I was like I was like, no, we not we not doing this. And I told her, I was like, man, if you don't stop, I'm a blocky. Did she introduce you as a man? No. Okay. She said, but but the vibes was given like, it's really my man. Even though I told her, like, it ain't like that, but like they was looking at me like, like we we was out here dating or something. Why weren't you feeling that? <laughs> I just wasn't, I wasn't really. Looking for a relationship, I wasn't really attracted to her like that, but I was like, we could be friends. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so she wasn't just that. No. Okay. And but I was, that, I was. Tell her, because my thing is, you rather a person be straightforward with you. I told you tell her that she wasn't your type. I told her like, yo, I'm not looking for no relationship or anything like that. I told no. her that multiple times to the point where I told her I was like, yo, if you don't chill out, I'm at the block you. Yo, that's crazy. But you ain't tell her she was just, she wasn't your type. If I say yo, let's be friends. But you just said you rather a woman tell you. You know what I'm saying? We got the cut. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, we got the cut. Yo, you're so funny. Oh my god. Okay, all right. Cut all right, it off. Okay. Cut it off right now. Okay, okay. All right. You feel like? <laughs> okay. Do you feel like being friend zone is a potential? Is potential for you to become a side nigga, or potential for you to be in a relationship with somebody? Either or, do you feel like people people say like, oh, I mean, I just want to be friends to kind of like keep you as the side, like just in case I break up with such and such, I would possibly fuck you or I'd possibly make you my man. Hey, man, say the question again. Do you feel like like being friend zoned is is in potential? to be like a side nigga or a potential man. Like a woman will push you on the side just to be like, you know what? If this don't work out with me and my boyfriend or me and my husband, I would actually talk to you. So I want to kind of keep you as a friend 
so that eventually, if this shit don't work out, I'm fucking with you. Only if that person is willing to wait around that long. But I'm not. Like, once you you release me to be your friend, like, I'm going to move on. You're not waiting? No. Okay. Do you consider... Okay, no, wait. Are you immune to rejection? I mean, being a person that's a side nigga... I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) You were never a side nigga. So I'm going to ask that question (laughs) again. I'm sorry. Being a person who has been friend-zoned before, right? Are you kind of immune to rejection? And I say that because sometimes, like, with being told, like, I just want to be friends, whatever the case may be, you know, you're used to that feeling of, like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? So do you feel like it immunes you to being rejected? Uh, I wouldn't say immune, but I think I understand like rejection's place now more than I did when I was uh, younger. Right. I say that, yeah. Immuning yourself to disease. Yeah, but I wouldn't... I mean, I guess you can call it that, but it's like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't... (laughs) I just look at rejection a little bit different now. Okay. And what does that mean? What did you used to be rejection as and what do you view rejection as now? So I used to take rejection like personal, like I I took that personally. Like it's like, dang, you don't want, you don't want me. I mean, essentially they don't really. Right, but but I'm pretty sure you probably like that. It's like, what's wrong with me? Right, yeah, you have those thoughts like, yo, what's what's wrong with me, or how come I don't measure up, or whatever. But now I look at it, it's like rejection is just more of like a redirection, right? And that could be in with anything, you know what I mean? So it, it kind of, it's almost like a GPS thing almost. You know what I mean? It kind of redirects you to where you, you should be looking or redirects you to where you should be at. Okay. So you, you just can't, you can't really internalize it or take it personal. You know what I mean? Right. It's just a person's preference. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you consider flirting cheating? Yes. Okay. No, just hands down, yes. There's no levels, it's whatever. It's just like the person is flirting with somebody else, giving them attention, talking to them. They are fucking cheating. Yeah, because that's that's the seed that's about to grow, grow into something. If you keep, you keep at it. See, that's yeah. what happens, right? Like you, we think like stuff is like, oh, it's just a little little flirt. You know what I'm saying? And that little flirt will turn into a big. <laughs> Uh oh, you feel me? Yeah. So I, I was talking to a friend about this. Like, I'm I'm open to a conversation. I'm a conversation person. So if you at the bar and you by yourself or you with your homies or something like that, and you see somebody and they just sitting there, y'all just talking. I'm cool with a conversation. Now, what I'm not cool with is if you pursuing this girl, you want to see if you still got it. You you in that place like, let me see if I can get her. That's fucking cheating to me because it's just like, oh, wait a minute, I'm home chilling, cooking your dinner, or I'm home watching Netflix or some shit like that, just taking you out with your niggas and you just having fun and you out there getting numbers. That's right. not that's that's not cool with me, right. especially since like I, I look at myself as a very open woman. I'm open to a lot of things. All it takes is a conversation for me. So I'm just kind of like, 
okay, cool. Like, if that's the type of shit you want, then you are most definitely cheating on me. Now, if you were, again, having a conversation, just chilling, you just, like, buying past time, you see your niggas is out there talking to girls, and they might be single, and you're not. So you just like, shit, I'm going to just sit here. They got a homeboy here. We just talking. He know I got a girlfriend. Oh, she know I got a girlfriend, whatever. And I'm carrying myself as such. This ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. And then I, you, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like conversation is cool if your motive is, is right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, some people will try to use conversation to slide, slide that flirting in there. So, yeah. I feel like your your mo- your motive's got to be right when you talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a thing, too. Like, I was talking about this with another friend. Like, I was saying, like, how, like, you can walk away and you can tell a person, like, I got a boyfriend. And apparently, like, men can look at that as a challenge. Men can look at that as, like, oh, you got a boyfriend. Let me see if I can change her mind about her nigga. Like, they can still challenge you. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many times you challenge me. It's about me. My faithfulness to my nigga. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't care if you're just like, oh, you can't have friends? Oh, 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 what that mean? What that mean? What you mean you got a boyfriend that got to do with me? You say all that shit, it's just kind of like, nigga, you know what the fuck that means? <laughs> If I if I was your girl, would you want me talking to you? And normally that shuts niggas up. Like I haven't really had men push back on me after I said that. Like, and even if you do, I didn't check that. I'm probably walking away at this point because I don't care. Like I've told you what I felt. I said what I said. If I'm in a committed relationship, I'm committed. Like, mm-hmm. take me off my man. The only person who can take me off my man is me. You know what I'm saying. Let me ask you this though. Do you think some guys want to be friend zone? Because I've heard the line where guys be like, can we just, you know, let me be your friend. If the girl says, I got a boyfriend, I've heard it said normally like, well, you can't have no friends. Yes, because niggas most definitely want to be the side nigga. This would be your main nigga. The side nigga is fun. The side nigga don't got to worry about all the hectiness. They probably got to hear you complaining about your regular nigga, but they just there to please you. It didn't make you feel good. And don't get me wrong. If I was a man, I probably want to be a side nigga too. Like, who wouldn't? You ain't got much responsibility. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is just pleasure her in the best way. Make her, get her mind off of all the other things that she says worries her or whatever the case may be. I get it. I get why men would rather do it. I personally, I can't fuck with it because it's just kind of like, it's not my cup of tea. But I understand why men do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel you on that. Yeah. It's, it's, look. Play your position if that's your position, but eh, I, I'm not interested in it. Um, do do you can? Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. So, do you have? Oh shit, I'm fucking up, Joe. Get the cover. Get the cover. Okay, so okay. do you feel like there are levels of cheating? No, I think cheating's cheating. Call a spade a spade. All right, so what happens if a woman? Right, okay, we talking about prime example, right? Because some people. I've heard over the years, right? Cheating ain't cheating unless you stuck your dick in her. Or cheating ain't cheating, you know what I mean, unless you go all the way, that type of thing, right? But if you, I personally feel like if you are emotionally invested into a woman, like I could never do that work wife, work husband shit and you got a man or woman at home. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't have anybody, it's cool. You're single. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. But if you really have a person at home and you're like, yeah, my work wife, my work husband, it's like, uh, oh, 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 you got no. work wife. Oh, 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 you got work wife. Okay, cool. Like, that's how we carrying it. Like, that type of thing. That's still cheating to me. It's like some older woman that's like in her 60s or some shit. You call her wife, and you know, and you just being playful just because it's cute. I'm okay with that. 
But if it's some young girl, like our age type of woman or some shit like that, you're really, you're like calling her your wife and you're, she buying you food. You know what I mean? She, you confiding to her. You talking about shit within our relationship and you doing all that. You're emotionally invested. That's a hundred percent cheating. That's one hundred percent cheating. Emotionally invested, sexually invested, you're cheating. Yeah, cheating is cheating, man. No, no matter how you look at it. Right. I totally, totally agree. You ever played the side, nigga? Not to my knowledge. So you never dated a girl to say, "I mean, I got a boyfriend," but no, I don't. I don't do that. If you got a boyfriend, then then you go ahead about spitting. Okay. Um, I don't play those games. So what has dating been like for you? So I haven't dated since 2017. Okay. So it's pretty obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, I've been I've been kind of, you know, on some on a self-work journey, that's all. That's what's up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You trying to like prepare yourself for the next or get yourself there mentally so that you are better you before you are able to give yourself out to somebody else. Yeah, because this is the thing, right? And I, I think a lot of people, we always talk about what we want and what we want in somebody else, but we aren't prepared to, to receive that. Okay. So, and you know, I'm a person, I like growth, you know, even though it sucks sometimes, but I like to grow. So I'm always trying to trying to be better. And, you know, my end goal was always to have a family. So I want to make sure I'm the best person for, you know what I mean, for my family and for whoever I'm supposed to meet or, or marry or whatever the case may be. Or, Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Y'all hear my friend? Listen, he's not playing no games. He's not playing no games. Listen, he's not out here to heartbreak. He no. wants to his own heart. <laughs> For real though, but think about it. Like a lot of a lot of people expect something that they aren't able to receive, so they end up either hurting that person or hurt themselves, possibly. For sure. All right. So I got a couple dating questions for you. You ready for this? Yep. Shoot. Now you mentioned dating previously, but do you actually enjoy dating? Yes, I thoroughly enjoy. Dating somebody that I'm interested in, and and I I like getting to know that person in the process of that, and I like going out. You know what I mean? It's 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 cool to go out with somebody that you know that you're interested in and, and having fun and and getting to know that person. So I do I do enjoy that part of it. So you like the honeymoon stage. <laughs> I guess if you wanna if you wanna call it that. Yeah. You like to figure out what's your favorite color? Well you like to go to hair fun. Yeah, I like yeah. What was like, your last relationship? Yeah. I especially like learning about the person because when you learn about the person then you can kinda of start to plan the dates and, and take them places and all that stuff. You like so, to be the first to take them somewhere? I mean I ain't gonna be mad at it if I do. Mm-hmm. You should all yo, you should always want to uh to expose people to something different, like to I outdo never, the to outdo the old the old nigga. Not even, <laughs> not even just, not even, not even just that, yo. But just, just to be able to to 
offer something different instead of the same thing that everybody else is doing. Like, you should be able to do that, I feel like. I know for me and my homegirls, and I've heard it from a couple men, right? Mm-hmm. We like to be the first. Like, the first to experience this with you. The first that did this with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you never did this before, and I'm the one to do it with you, oh my God. Like, you know yeah. yeah, I don't be recycling a lot of dates, really, for real, for real, but I, I like to do different stuff, or, or if I can, expose expose people to something that maybe they haven't done before. And I, I would like to be exposed to, you know, an experience that maybe I haven't done before either, so I think it works both ways. Have you been on a date where, like, a woman exposed you to something new? Um... Yes no. <laughs> I'm gonna say because I <laughs> say no. <laughs> Only because I've planned all the dates. Okay. So I get that. You're a man. And that's normally yeah. what guys do. So I, I understand. But I, I will say that somebody did they did like like I took them out, but they also kind of took me out at the same time. So I will say that. What do you mean by that? So we went to brunch. And that's all I had planned. I was like, oh, we just can we can go to brunch on Sunday or whatever. But she was like, let me take you over to, you know, let me take you over to the museum or whatever. So that I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, what museum y'all go to? Um, I don't know the name of it. Some some museum downtown, Fells Point. Oh, no, not Fells Point, Federal Hill. Okay. Okay. So what's the best date you've ever been on? So it was definitely brunch yeah i got a couple so it was definitely brunch i think brunch was cool it was by the water you know what i mean you love a little water you love a little water yeah and they had a jazz band playing you know like likes my jazz you know what i'm saying so it was cool we dressed up so it was it was cool it was different from what you know what what i've done before and then medieval times like that was that was uh, a nice date too because it was different right and i don't think they to my knowledge they they never um never been there so it was it was a good experience that's what's up so do, it was cool do you focus on like i mean like from a dating perspective right do mm. you focus more on how you make a woman feel or how a woman makes you feel so i used to focus on um, how I make a woman feel like I, I used to be solely focused on like oh let me make sure they good let me you know I want to be good good to them and all that um, but you know over the years I was like I can't <laughs> I can't just focus on being good to somebody else or not not want that reciprocated to me you know what I mean mm-hmm. cause you know you're gonna burn yourself out like that so yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Like, I'm a person that focuses. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. I do focus on how, like, I want to hear a man tell me how he feels about me. I want to hear that type of stuff. But, like, I do focus more on, like, how I feel about this nigga. Like, I'm I'm more about myself than I am about the man. Like, I'm just kind of like, well, what is it? What, you know what I mean? What, what, what did our conversations bring when I'm talking to him? What normally is, is the norm? Like, what am I feeling? You know, all of that stuff. Like, that matters to me. I can't talk to a guy that's constantly making me feel 
away about something and continue to talk to them. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, I don't need, I don't need this. If I wanted some negative energy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, your thoughts can be negative. You can you can bring that shit up on yourself. I'd rather not talk to somebody that's going to, like, fuck up my peace. You know what I mean? I created a nice space for myself. I don't I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same yeah. time, I do also listen to what they say and how they feel, all of that stuff, too. But I do say the main priority is how, they, how I feel when I'm talking to them. Um What's the worst dating conversation you ever had? <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Oh, it. We somehow ended up talking about like aliens and <laughs> and like some some demonic stuff. <laughs> Was it funny or was it no, no, girl, that wasn't funny. I was like, I really didn't have. I didn't, like, what do you say to that? Yeah, it was, it was, it was eye opening. So Definitely she was just, she was like, so, so she came at you like, yeah, yeah, you know, I just feel like <laughs> taking over the world, and I just feel like you know, like zombie, all, all that zombie stuff and all that stuff, like stuff like that. Wow. And it it kind of threw me off a little bit, and I was like. Alright. Okay. Yeah. How you feel about ghosting? Mm. And stand it. I've been ghosted one time, but uh, well, to my to my knowledge, I never I never found out what the issue was on the other end, but you know, I I, I reached out a couple of times and I ain't getting no response. So left on red, yo. I called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when the texting ain't work, I, you know, I was like, yo, let me call. Then call back to back. I called one day, waited a couple of days, called again. And I was like, all right, well, apparently this person doesn't want to be uh, reached anymore. So, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't feeling that. I thought it was weak. Mm. Damn, I must be weak as shit. Cause I will say this. Um, <laughs> I have done some ghosting. I, I I feel like like sometimes don't get me wrong, I'm learning not to ghost because I just feel like communication is just so much better. Like once you get effective on communicating, you just kind of you learn a skill. It's like learning how to drive. You know what I mean? Like once you once you're able to express yourself, you choose not to ghost. Mm-hmm. Unless the conversation is just like, nigga, I can't with you. Okay, it's done. But I just, I feel like, I mean, um, I don't know. Once you've said all you can say, then I feel like it's time to go. It's time to cut off. I wouldn't necessarily say ghosting, but I would say it's time to cut off. At that point. No, call it what it is. Think it's ghosting. <laughs> okay, right. So if you said if a person has, okay, all right. Let's 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 define it, right? Mm-hmm. If a person has said all they can say, right? They've effectively communicated. And now at this point, it's just fussing. It's just going back and forth. It's just, we just keep coming to the same loop over and over and over again. I've told you how I felt about it. You told me how you feel about it. And for some reason, we are just not on the same page. What is that considered? Like, if you decide well, to talk to that person anymore, like, is that ghosting? Maybe that's, that's well, maybe that's more cut off. But what I'm saying is like, if you don't, you can't, if you leave like hints, all right. What's, you, a, what's a hint? What's a, that's that's the fine. 
What's a hint? So if if the conversation ain't what it used to be or certain things that you used to do, you don't necessarily do anymore. And you don't communicate that you're moving on and you just, you know what I mean, stop responding or, you know, to 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 me reaching out, then I feel like, yo, that's kind of like, that's, that's ghosting. Kind of, that's ghosting. So what, if a, what if a person starts off with a certain kind of energy, and now they just not giving you that energy no more? They just not giving you the same energy they gave you in the beginning. Well, of course I know something's wrong, but it's like you know you have to communicate that. And if you communicate it, then what? Okay, then I, you know, I understand it. If you communicate like, yo, this ain't, this ain't. This ain't my jam no more. Then okay, that's cool. But if okay. you don't, if you, if you switch up and you don't say anything, what am I supposed to to think or or believe? You know what I mean? I can't read your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. But I just, I mean, I just feel. I guess everybody has their own definition of ghosting, like. Ghosting for me is just like you you wake up one day and you just not responding. Like you just not like I'm you giving me one word answers, the one word answers turn into like nothing. Like I like, feel like that's the start of it, but like to... and then and then it turns into like we just don't talk again. Like yeah. but I feel like from a from a ghoster, like from the for me, for who have ghosted before, from a ghoster standpoint, it has it's just built up. I've expressed what I felt. I said what I said. Maybe or may not you haven't taken what I said seriously. That's all. But see, that's that's the difference. Like you you actually express what you felt. So the person actually knows, like, okay, well, you've kind of just you ain't feeling it or whatever the case is. They still continuing to to reach out. Uh, is that is that right? I mean, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right. I don't see that's different than just then you acting acting different and then just Not disappearing. Okay. Yeah, and you and you gone and I'm just like, yo, what happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a little different. Okay. So everybody got uh, are you can you walk away and say everybody got levels to ghosting? Or you just feel like ghosting is just not responding ever again. Yeah, I think ghosting is just not responding. Like you just gone. Like And I think everybody deserves at least, you know. See, this is my feeling on ghosting, right? Because because I have ghosted before, right? And how I mm-hmm. go into places of not necessarily wanting to talk, not necessarily wanting to communicate and all that stuff. I just don't want to be that be in that space, right? When a person tells me they want distance, when a person is showing me distant energy, I check out. Okay. I just I, I'm no longer like I'm just not interested. I'm just kinda like, well, I'm not gonna make you talk to me i can't make you do something you don't want to do after mm-hmm. i say like oh, okay what's your fuck with me or what's your you know or, or you upset if, if if i even decide to do that if i do that to that point or something like that and you still give me distant energy what do i keep going back for like unless i'm really like invested or you know i'm interested but it's just kind of like i don't know i can't keep i can't i can't be begging and pleading and shit that shit nah i mean that's a little different though like in my case, if I'm showing you interest in in 
I'm actively trying to reach out to you, but you're not saying exactly how you feel about the situation, you know what I mean? And you just, you, you up and gone, like, I'm like, yo, what am I supposed to think about that? And what do you think about it? I feel like you should have let me know, like, what, you know what I mean, what the deal was. So the person be like, yo, I'm just not feeling you no more. I'm not feeling us. We're not, we're not what we used to be. I'm not feeling it no more. How I have do- to, I have to respect that, like, you're not, not going to check yourself and, and, and reevaluate and try to change? It depends on what the issue is. Because yeah. a, a lot of times the issue ain't you. To be honest, it could be something with them. See, I like to believe that like everybody in your life, you know, not going to say necessarily for a purpose. It could be seasons and reasons. Like, we all know that we grown. Seasons and reasons, right? But even mm-hmm. seasons, yo. You're in my life for whatever season I'm in. If I'm in the fall season and you happen to pop up in the fall, nigga, it's fall, nigga. We, <laughs> we in the spring, nigga. We springing, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's, mm-hmm. how I, that's how I feel. So I'm just kind of like, even if it's not for a long period of time, for whatever reason, we didn't bump across each other or we didn't talk to each other at this point in our lives and this is what it is. And if that's what it is, then maybe you're here to, to help me grow. Maybe I'm here to help you grow. But let's grow. Well, let me ask you this. Is that person supposed to be there in the first place? That shit don't mean... I don't believe that type of shit. Like, don't, like, don't get me wrong. I used to be kind of believe, like, oh, they're not supposed to be here. But I just feel like they're here for a reason. I feel like people are mirrored energy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I personally feel like if, if a person... like, Especially, like, we like to project as humans. Like, we like to sit here and tell a person what they are versus sitting here and saying to ourselves that, like, this is what I am. I'm projecting this on you. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking that this is who you are because low key is probably some shit in myself that I see about you within within me, right? Mm-hmm. So I personally just be like, I mean, like, who's to say this person ain't necessarily supposed to be? And I say this with like quotes, like supposed to be in your life, like they're here. So how can you say you're not supposed to be here? You don't right? think you don't think that people make wrong choices? Of course she made I'm saying like make wrong choices and picking picking people. So maybe okay. that because we have we have the power of choice. Right? Yeah. So could it be like dang, maybe I seen the red flags, but I, I continue further on than what I was supposed to. But does that mean that person ain't supposed to be here? I don't think that this is like if they weren't supposed to be here. They wouldn't be here. So for whatever reason that they're in your life at this particular time, in this particular moment, whether you were supposed to get a revelation, whether mm-hmm. you were supposed to like learn, whether you were supposed to sit here and just, you know, like, I don't know, coast, get be triggered. I don't know what it is. But for whatever reason, the person's here at this moment in your life. So, I mean, you got to take it in as like, okay, cool. You can delete it in, in you know, in the future and be like, man, fuck all that. I'm gonna, like, you, you, you can have mm-hmm. not. Because you've grown so much from that space that you just kind of like, I don't have to incorporate this into a life lesson. But at the time where you are in that moment, it's affecting you, right? Mm. If it's positive or negative, it's still an effect. And I like to believe that, like, I mean, just because not to toot my own horn, but just believe that I'm something that's positive in people's lives. I just be like, well, shoot, if I'm in your life, whether you're a friend, somebody I'm talking to, whether you're an ex, whether you're whatever, like, I was in your life for a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. 
whether it was for me, meant for me to grow or you to grow. We met each other on whatever reason we did. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying it's not always... I guess sometimes we look at it from our perspective, but we don't necessarily look at it from the other person's perspective. Yeah, like, exactly. And it could be from either way. Like, it could mm. be like, maybe I'm not the best thing for you. Maybe maybe the lesson I learned from you was just having you in my life was something that was good for me. And whether it was, like, positive or negative or maybe neutral, mm-hmm. it happens. And now I'm going to even get better. I'm going to get worse. Right. Once we stop talking or once we stop being what we are, some growth got to come out of it, right? Something has to come out of it. You're going to leave the situation and be like, I'm not going to fuck with that type no more. Or, you know what? I like this part about him or I like this part about her, but I'm not going to necessarily want the whole package of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just how I feel. No, I, I get it. I understand. I get that. Why do you think people expect or want an energy they can't necessarily provide? I mean, I feel like we, at some point, we all, we all want something that we're not necessarily ready to receive at that moment. I think a lot of, a lot of times we, we want stuff, but if it was to show up, we wouldn't know how to handle it. You know what I mean? So is it like a, all right, say you got a good man or a good woman in your life, right? Like, dang, they seem good, but you know how you like a good, a too good to be true type of person or something like that. So mm-hmm. you constantly praying like, God, is this meant to be? Is this it? Is this the one? Because I don't mm-hmm. really know, no, 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 I know that, no, 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 no. So you like question, is that what you mean by it? Like you just like you're like you want it, but you're not ready to receive it. Is that what you mean? I mean, yeah, but it's like I feel like sometimes we expect a lot out of what we want out of a a partner, but our, our, I don't want to say behavior, but like our character is not even up to that standard. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we constantly romanticize of what, what we want, but when we're never working to be that. This is what I like to tell like my friends and even myself, right? If you mm-hmm. can envision like, the way that you feel about a person. Like, if you could say, like, your ideal man or your ideal woman or what that person would be like, it's about the way, the feeling, right? Mm-hmm. If you feel love, if you can feel genuine connection, if you can feel kindness, if you can feel, you know, like, good character, all of that shit, then you can, you can receive it. You know what I'm saying? So if you mm-hmm. feel momentum of, Yo, I really just want a man that's, like, good, or I want a woman that's, like, good to me and, it, and and if you can envision what good to you feels like you can absolutely receive it because you're going to know the feeling when it's like when it's given to you you know what I mean like yeah I don't know man I don't know about that you don't think like okay prime example me and you talked about how like people make dating a lot more harder than what it has to be right it's mm-hmm. not that fucking hard it's it's the it's the thing of yo do you want me do I want you you feel where's this going whatever once you have that where's this going conversation and y'all both on the same level with it, then you know what's up, right? Like, and, and you describe exactly what you want out of that mate. Yo, I don't condone cheating. Yo, I don't condone this. I don't blah, 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 blah. Y'all, and then he gives his list or she gives her list on what it is that you want. And then boom, you know, you, you know what you, what boundaries are. You know exactly what you can't, 
once that communication is there, it's there. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking like, say I I'd be like, yo, I want a good woman, I want her to be this, that, and the third. But I'm not preparing to receive that. And she show up and I'm not able to, to handle it. What does that even mean? What you mean? <laughs> Is that a man thing? Like what like honestly, what the hell does that mean? I don't understand why people say I pray for something, but I'm not ready to receive it. What the hell does that mean? You just said all this time, spending all this goddamn time praying and wanting, but, but, manifesting what you want. How are you not prepared for when it comes? That's like if you get a new job or something like that, or you got something that, or a new house that you wanted or something like that, and it's everything you wanted. Granted, okay, granted, some things happen, like negative things, like shit pops up. But at the same time, you got the pay you wanted. You didn't got the atmosphere you wanted. You didn't uh-huh. got, like, we talking about houses. You got the space. You got whatever, maybe, you know, whatever. What you mean by that? It don't make sense to me. Like, if you're not actively, like, working on your character, or if I want a family, I'm not working towards doing what I need to do so that when I get that family... It's all good. Does that make sense? Okay, but then why you... Okay, right, all right. Let's, let's just break it down like this, right? Mm-hmm. If you're at a place where you're praying or you're asking or you're manifesting, you're wanting, like everybody says things differently. So people ain't into prayer. So we're going to say you just in a place where you're like, damn, I really want this. I want a girl that's going to be blah, 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 blah. I want a man that's going to be blah, 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 blah. I want a job. I want a house. I want whatever, a career, whatever that's this, this, and that. If you are at a place where you want it, and you've been wanting it and wanting it and wanting it. How the hell are you not prepared by the time that shit come? Because I think most people, one, it's just lip service. Two, they don't want to do the work for whatever reason. The work of what? Like, like working on yourself. But you're working on yourself in that time of manifesting it, right? What you think? Not what? not everybody. I don't think everybody is. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I don't think everybody... I've, I've felt like a lot of people have been like... Not a lot, but a couple people have been like, yo, I want this, but I can't handle it, so I'm going to settle for this, even so though about- I want this. What about the men that's like, yo, I got me a, I got a good girl. She a good girl. But, you know, I'm, they still ripping the streets. Is that what you're saying? That's in the sense of, like, you want you a good girl. You know, you, you know you're satisfied with this. But then you dip and dabble into the streets. I guess I guess that could be a good example. That's terrible. People, but I'm saying, like, people do that all the time. We say we want stuff, but we're not ready to, to receive it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that happens. It happens a lot. Why? Right, because think. you're so overwhelmed? I wouldn't say overwhelmed, but I think sometimes we just, we want, we might want a thing so bad that we just lose sight of like the working on our, on our part to get there or to get that thing. So when that thing comes, you're just mostly focusing on like the lack of not having or like oh I'm not worthy of this or it could be it could be that that's so like insane does that make sense though 
It's insane. I think it's insane. I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying just off of your perspective, like just saying that like you're insane. But I'm just saying like if you really think about it, it's kind of like how you pray for something. And you don't prepare for it. You want, and then when you finally get it, you're like, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve this. But, <laughs> but you might feel that way because you haven't done the, the necessary work to 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 handle that thing. Like, all right, example, if I'd be like, yo, I want a million dollars, right? I can have the million dollars. But if I can't handle the 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 much I got now, what's gonna happen when I get a million dollars? You're gonna spend that shit. Right. I'm not gonna be able to handle it. And that could be the same in relationships. We be like, yo, I want this, that, the third, but so then we be more specific, right? You want your million dollars, and Lord, not only do I want a million dollars, but I want to learn how to manage it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, everybody's not thinking that way. Well, listen, listen, <laughs> you need to, you need, listen, I think people need to start not only manifesting what they want, but their intentions. You have to understand your intentions. You have to be so, I feel like, and I'm only saying this because I have been into deep prayer, I've been into like a, a a real life mental mindset of like having to manifest and really, you know, like again, you know, we spiritual people. So it's about mm-hmm. praying and having to really say like, Lord, this is what I want. And not only do I want this, but I want to know how to, you gotta be specific with the Lord, man. You gotta be specific. You gotta like, actually let him know, listen, I want this, 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 and that. So then when it does come and granted, no matter what, insecurities are always going to come. You won't always have that background noise in your mind. It just it just depends on what you want to like choose to mm-hmm. say, no, I'm going to focus on the goal. I'm going to focus on what I actually have. I'm going to focus on the gratitude of it. Then, you know what I mean? You get a different outlook of it. But if you want to focus on the lack, of course you're going to have a, you know, a more negative experience with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that comes with, with self-work, like wanting to work and stuff. A lot of people don't want to I feel like don't want to change or don't want to grow. Like, you know, I feel like some people are just comfortable with, with who, you know, you know that phrase where people be like, this is, you know, this is me. This is how I am. You know what I mean? Take me as I am or whatever the case may be. And while it may, you, you should be who you are at your core, but you have to, be this open, is, yeah, you got to be open to work some stuff out. Like this you should be able to, to work on yourself and, and sit down and figure out and be real with yourself about things that that you don't like or don't care for or things that you feel like you can do better in or change in. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I most definitely I feel like I mean I like I think you too. Like we have we have growth mindsets. Like we want to change. We want to I'm I'm always open to perspective. I'm always open to what somebody else thinks, what they, you know, you know, a different outlook on life. Now, whether or not I want to take it in for myself is on me. Mm-hmm. But to hear the idea and thinking of something else, I'm grateful. You know what I mean? Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. Like everybody should. Do you look at yourself as an effective communicator? Ah, <sighs> sadly no. Tell me why. I don't think it was um I don't think I saw effective communication like that growing up. You know what I mean? Okay. And so for me, it was evil. It was one extreme or the other, right? And this is something I learned in therapy. It was either 
not going to say nothing or it was going to be like a bad confrontation. Like it was never no happy medium. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like number one is something I had to identify. Like, yo, I'm not, I'm not good at confrontation or, or communicating my needs or how I feel about certain things. And then you have to kind of work at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, I feel like in communication, like, everything doesn't need to be addressed, but what needs to be addressed, you should be able to address it and then not be... A thing. And, yeah, and not turn into, like, a fist fight or, or or this thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's something it's something that I'm, I'm like, yo, that's one thing that I really want to work on because... You know, I mean, I should be able to tell you how I feel and, and be honest. And and I think part of it is like, you know, being vulnerable with with people. And and sometimes you can't be that with everybody. But, you know, what I mean, it's something I'm still actively trying to work on how to effectively communicate. I feel you and I got two points on that. First point is from what you just said, like, I used to, and sometimes I still, I'm going to say I, be, I battle with a little bit, not, not as much as I would say, like, a, maybe a couple weeks to a few months ago. Like, I used to think of, like, oh, I, they can't handle what I have to say. Mm -hmm. So, but really, it was me. I couldn't handle holding it in. Mm -hmm. I couldn't handle not expressing it, but then I would hold it in because I would feel like it's them. Oh, I don't want to see me. I don't want to seem unkind. I don't want to say like I'm getting smart. I don't want to, so I will hold it in. But meanwhile, these people have no problem saying what the fuck they got to say what's mm -hmm. what's on their minds. But I'm sitting here protecting them in my eyes, protecting them from what I have to say as if what I have to say is oh so bad. And it's not that bad. It's, it's you know, so I'm learning now, like, no, say what you got to say and let a person tell you how they feel about what you said. You know what I'm saying? Because it may not even yeah. be bad. It might be just get it off your chest because you know when you go home and you finish saying what you got to say or not saying what you have to say, you won't feel away. Right. Yeah, that's true. And then to my other point from what you said, like, I can attest um, from how I grew up. Like, my, like, I got to say my stepfather because he, you know, he pretty much raised me. Like, he is a cut-off motherfucker. Like, could low-key be a narcissist. His cutoff name is like super duper 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 duper. That's what that means? Man, no, narcissism, I'm learning more about narcissism. Narcissism has like a spectrum. Mm. Everybody, everybody now has narcissistic tendencies. We all can be self-centered in a sense. But I think mm. if you have like a certain amount of traits of narcissism, I don't know, if, I don't know how many traits, I don't know how like what, what's the spectrum of it. But if you have a certain amount of traits you know, then you are considered a narcissist. But we all got a cool, you know, a cool I'm going to say five, I don't know, we all got a couple <laughs> a couple of it. But if you are actively wanting to change it, then you, and you're showing empathetic like, you know, mm -hmm. changes to it, then you don't necessarily you can't necessarily consider yourself as a narcissist. Okay. So, but his cut-off game was wrong, yo. And he he cut off family members, he cut off his mother, he cut off I'm like, I'm saying, like, and, and to me in my eyes, I'm like, shit, you calling off your mother for my mother? Like, that was love to me. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, people, I thought that was love, but I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's. I'm not gonna still say it's not love, but it was like seeing that growing up and seeing how quickly he can just cut a motherfucker off, act as if that person didn't even exist. 
I thought it was cool. I loved it. And so I incorporated it into my own self. And now as an adult, like, you know, especially living on my own, I'm just like, that is not effective communication. Like, and you know, when you're young, you look at it like, well, fuck them. I don't need to talk to you. You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you look at it as like it's a great thing. But honestly, if you really, if you really had to look at it, why can't you tell somebody what you got to say? Why can't you express what you have to say? Why does it have to go into cutting somebody off? It doesn't have to be that. You know, and then now, mm-hmm. granted, if you have been up and down with explaining yourself, you've gone to the same conversations over and over and over and over again, and all of that is just drain you. Okay, I get it. But like, you know what I mean? So, there are certain points where like you don't have to cut everybody off. Sometimes you just have to express what you really have to say. But if every time you're talking to somebody and you just keep getting offended and you keep getting defensive because of whatever shit you got going on in your insides and whatever mm. stuff you ain't healed from, that's not fair. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you, just as much as you want a person to, uh, I guess, like, just as much as you hear a person, like, express themselves, you should be able to do the same and, and believe in yourself that they can handle it and believe in yourself that, like, whatever you have to feel, whatever you feel, whatever you have to say is valid and it's important, too. Cutoff games is not always effective. I just don't think... I was about to say, because my cutoff game is strong. It's strong, but it's just like... But, but, but when you I think can't... about it, is it effective? No, but see, it doesn't last long. Like Unless you really did something that's like... Like, really bad, like... I'm I'm willing to want to work it out, like, because I don't want to... It's just not... It's a burden that I don't want to have to carry. You feel me? Absolutely. Cause it carries energy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even though you're not talking to that person, you might you like okay. Say for instance, you cussing my y'all. You might call me and be like, "Why this bitch?" You might not say bitch. You know what I'm saying? But you might be like, you might, you might, you might be still carrying energy. But nine out of ten, you're not telling them how you feel, but you're mm-hmm. telling somebody else how you feel, or you're carrying it into the next conversation. You're thinking about it while you're at work. You're thinking about it. it's always in you. It's in you. And the next time you do see a person, because sometimes you cut somebody off mentally, but they're not physically out your space. So next time you see them, it's tension. Next time you mention it's distance. It's, mm-hmm. it's just be like, well, what's all of that? If you're going to be in my space, if you're going to literally be in the same space as me, what is the point on carrying that energy? You might as well say what you got to say. That's true. I feel like I've, I had it both ways, though. I feel like it's been times where I've told people or have expressed it and then was like, all right, well, I'm just going to cut you off. Why do you think we don't express it, though? Like, I said my part on, like, you know, sometimes I feel like people can't handle it. But if you had to say for yourself, why do you feel like you don't necessarily express what you really have to say? Just, it's it was more more or less the, the confrontation part of it. Mm. Because I didn't see, necessarily see effective, like, communication skills on... on on how to how to handle certain situations, it's kind of like either we yelling or I ain't talking to you at all, right? At all, yeah. So, or you know, like you sweep it under the rug kind of thing. Ooh. But it's been it's it has been times where I'd be like, "Yo, all right," I'm at, you know what I mean. Then I have to cut cut ties, and it's not something that I um, it's not like a badge of honor that I wear, but it's like. If you got to tell somebody something more than once and they don't respect it, then it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, forget you. I don't need to talk to you. It's kind of like, I got to get you out of my space for real because if I keep telling you this is 
this is bothering me and you, you continue to do it. And it's been a situation like that before. And you, you know, and I don't I, know if you remember, I but to, I was just about to ask you, like, my thing is like, when you tell a person how you feel and they don't necessarily like take heed to what you have to say, are they in a joking mindset? Are they in a playful mindset? Like, are they all in a play? Are they in a mindset of just like, you just like, they don't care. It could be both, but people crazy because people will make it seem like you was the one at fault. And all you wanted them to do was like, yo, can you not do that? But they they try to flip flop it <laughs> and try to flip flop and put it on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it, I think it depends. Depends on the situation. Depends on the situation and depends on what, like who you talking to? Yeah. Okay. And I think I think relationship plays in part with that. You know, the level of your relationship or you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that it's plays a crazy. part. Like me and you have talked about this before in the past, but like I I feel like I want to be authentically myself in every situation. I want people to be able to say like not to say like, oh she is who she is. I don't wanna be that person that's like a girl, she just stuck in her ways. I ain't that because mm-hmm. you know that that person that's a stubborn person. I'm not, yeah. I'm not that, but I do want to be like my my communication is so amazing that like what I tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, 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 you. Like I'm gonna tell everybody the same thing because it's just like I don't give a fuck who you are. This is mm-hmm. who I am. See what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and so I could kind of understand the person that's stuck in their ways because they just kind of like, look, if you don't fuck with it, you don't fuck with it. Like there's there's a small part of people who being smart in their ways. You got it. I mean, I'm um, stuck in their ways. You got to kind of fuck with it because it's just like, I mean, they you, they give you that energy with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel um, They don't fall ways though. Like me and you, we are more of like, are you comfortable? You sure you good? And I love that about us. Don't get me wrong. I would yeah. rather be this than anything else. But I'm just kind of like, I do also understand that sometimes I could be more catering to the next person and more wondering that they're comfortable and they're okay. You know, then I'm also wondering like, bitch, are you making me comfortable, bitch? Am I cool? <laughs> right, like, yeah. Wait a minute, am I cool? You know, because we gonna kind of adapt. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I agree to that. I feel you on that. Yeah. So, are you at peace with where you are right now in your life? Um, and I mean, granted, listen, before you answer that question, everybody wants to say they're at peace, right? Because we're on this like social media kind of is like promoting like self help, self love, this whole shit. So, of course, everybody wants to be like, oh my God, yes, I'm at peace with myself. Like, what you mean? Yeah, I love myself. I mean, it's all about me type of shit. But if you really had to sit with the emotion itself, are you at peace with where you are in your life right now? Probably no. Okay. Why I would think... you Go ahead, my fault. What you say? I said, why would you say that? Just dealing with regret. I've been dealing with, with a lot of regret over um over some past decisions that I made or or things that I did or didn't do. Okay. That's kind of showed up showed up in a way where it's become a little a little stressful. It's not 
it's 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 on the up and up now, but like for a period of time it was kinda it was kinda like rocky a little bit. So I'm not a hundred percent at peace with where I am, I would say, but I'm I'm think I'm getting there. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So I mean like I mean, like me and you had this conversation before, like pretty much saying like healing is a process. And you're just in the process. You're in the process of getting to where you want to be. Not necessarily, you know, not necessarily upset where you are now, but you know, damn sure you're not where you were. Yeah, but I don't think I think about that enough either, about the progress I've made. Like, I, I really have to sit down and be like, well, a couple of years ago it was this, but now it's not so much that. You just, we tend to just look at, I guess, the end goal. Or, or the the surrounding circumstances of of things that we we want to do but can't do because of what whatever position we put it up put ourselves in because of decisions we made previously. Mm-hmm. So, I think I have to take more time and, and kind of look at the progress and be more invested in the journey instead of the destination. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel that. So, I mean, you said that you've been single since twenty seventeen. So being single for this long, what have you learned? So I have done therapy since that time. I think I did therapy for maybe maybe three years. Shout outs to a man that's healing. Woo! Yeah, so I was <laughs> I was doing that. And so, you know, I learned I think I learned a lot, but I know a couple of things that stuck out uh, was self-awareness. Like, I think I gained gained a lot of self-awareness from doing therapy and, and being able to, I guess, almost step outside of myself and, and look at, you know, where I am or what I'm doing before I make decisions or before I do this and that, just being more aware of what's going on, almost like being present, even though I don't think I'm, I have gotten to a place where I'm 100% present, but definitely self-aware. That's what's up. About what's going on. Are you seeking a relationship now? You open to relationships now? Like, what's your mindset in in regards to relationships? So for me, my my end goal was always, I wanted to be married. Like, I I feel like, man, I'm called to be a husband and be a father. That's been one of my desires since I I was younger. But you know, you. I would say not understanding the um, process of that, and not really focusing on being a better person or a better me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I I've kind of gotten to a place where I'm not I'm not a hundred percent there yet. I feel like I still got. Still got some more some more loose ends to tie up before I, I start, you know, getting back out there or whatever. But it is something I definitely do want and do desire. I just have to get get me together, get me right. And I'm not I'm not saying perfect because I know people like man, you, you ain't never gonna be perfect. I'm not saying perfect, but to be in a position where you are able to to invite somebody else into your space. You know what I mean? To have a, a, a good foundation before you, you allow somebody else to come in. 
But that's the stuff that you think about that because I don't think everybody has that mindset of let me make sure I'm whole before I even put myself in the position to date again. You know, like it's different if you're single and you drag. I'm saying if you are drag, do your thing, whatever, that's different. But if you are actually in the position where you want to um, marry somebody or you want to be in a relationship with somebody or you want to invest in somebody, you have to make sure you get together. You have to make sure you at least bring in and I mean, I hate to say to the table because I do believe that you are the table. You know what I'm saying? I do believe mm-hmm. that everybody is their own table. You know what I mean? But you at least have to make sure you're one and whole within yourself before you're able to ever give yourself to anybody else. Like, I truly believe that. Um, how is your confidence level with yourself? And I ask this question because I feel like, I mean, I don't know about every woman, but just speaking off the women that I know and speaking off about myself, I like a man that's confident. I like a man that knows that he knows that he knows that he knows. Who he is. You know what I'm saying? That he just know what he does and what he can do and what he can provide and what he can bring. And I mean, that's attractive, right? So mm-hmm. how is your confidence level within yourself? So that's still a work in progress. That's something you know that I talked a lot about in therapy, right? Uh-huh. It's it's still a work in progress. You for me, I was a big people pleaser, like coming up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've, I've kind of lived my life trying to be and do what everybody else wanted me to do and finally getting to a, to a place where I'm like, well, trying to do what everybody else wants me to do is not, it's not working. It's not producing anything. So I have to get to a place where I find out, well, who am I? You know what I mean? Like, what am I about? What are the things that I like? What are the things that I value and, and care about? And I have to focus on that stuff. So it's like undoing undoing things. How can I say this? Like it's like rebuilding the house almost. I feel you on that. You know what I mean? Like you Yeah, like changing your mindset. Like you used to think one way and you realize like, okay, that way of me or that way of thinking just didn't work. Or or so- not that it just wasn't me. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's. I told my therapist one time. I was like, it's because we was talking about. We talked a lot about the people pleasing thing and all of that. And I was like, man, it felt like people burnt the house to the ground, and I'm left with the pieces having to rebuild it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you got to think, most people we encounter, most people that speak stuff into our lives or say this, that, and the third, they aren't constantly in your in your life, like. A lot of those people that I dealt with or whatever, those people aren't around anymore. Yeah, because you cut them off. Not so much that I cut them off, but like, for, you know, life took us in different directions or, or whatever the case may be. But whatever the case, it's like, yo, now I'm left to kind of like, after the smoke clears, I'm kind of left like to figure figure this out. Like, okay, well... Who am I exactly like? What do I like? Like, what am I into? Like, what makes me? What makes me happy? What makes me tick? I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. So you. So it's like it's not about necessarily pleasing a person and and fitting into their lifestyle, but also trying to figure out what I like as a person. Like, who? Who? What? Do I even fuck with? Like, I, I'm worried about them. Like, I'm pretty sure in the beginning, right? Uh-huh. You were worried about if they fucked with you. Now you kind of like, do I even like them? <laughs> I mean, 
do I like what they bring or or you're you you know what I mean like is that what you're saying? Yeah, and also also like even as far as to like back then like not voicing my opinion because I was like, well, what are they going to think or does my opinion agree with them? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Are you open to dating someone who makes more money than you? And I mean, like, because you know how women, right? Mm-hmm. Women, we already know, hell yeah, right? It's a, it's a no-brainer mm-hmm. for us. We don't, we don't even, we're used to that. So I'm saying, like, before a man, like, can you, in your mind, process a woman making more money than you? Can you handle it? I think I, I'm going to say yeah. And I'm going to say yeah because it's like, I've kind of been the person who's like, man, whoever I'm with, I would want them to, to really do what they love to do and and, and them feel like they're, they're uh, operating on whatever purpose they, they should have. You know what I mean? And if that, that means they make more money, then, you know, you make more money. Like, I wouldn't want our relationship to 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 become rocky over over something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand. Now, listen, you know me. You know me for years. And my thing is, like, you know, I've always invested into love languages, even before it became a thing on Instagram. Like, I was, I was into that shit years, 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 years. I read the book. I've done that thing. So my thing is, like, what exactly is your love language? Like, what do you want to give out to women and kind of, you know, want to receive back onto your life of, of love? language of love so for those of you who don't know which i feel like everybody knows now but i'm just gonna put them out there right so we got acts of service we got words of affirmation we have uh i think receiving gifts we have quality time and we have what touch right physical touch mm-hmm. what yeah. is your love language and i think everybody got about two right and then we're gonna throw three in just for just for the just for dessert right <laughs> what's your what's yours so my top one is quality time mm. I need my quality time. Um, my second is, I believe it's words of affirmation. Mm. Okay. Um, I like a good encouragement. You know what I mean? I got you. Got like a good, oh, you look sexy. Yeah, you know. Come on, let me know what's going on. You feel me? <laughs> the good little communication. <laughs> yeah. That's all it really needs is a little bit of little communication. That, that's what I be thinking. Like, you know what? Just tell me how much you into me. Tell me what you feeling like I I'm, exactly yeah it's my number one like for me words of affirmation is like a number one tell me how you feel about me tell me what you like about me tell me what you how you how i'm looking today like compliment me and i'm so much of that i'm gonna give that i'm gonna tell you if your beard look good i'm gonna tell you if you look good to me like i'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you what i feel and then you know my second one would definitely be like um uh, acts of service like you know let me see if you go out your way to do something for me like you mm-hmm. or, and not necessarily like a like a oh you gotta do something for me but just to see that you went this you went to the lengths of doing something for it's a big ass turn on like it's just like oh shit like damn you did that like you know what I mean now now I'm curious now I want to know more about you now I want to see you know Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to know that person. So I feel you. Tell me why quality time is so big for you. I don't know, man. I didn't really realize it till till I found out that's what it was. But I like spending quality time, and it's not just like 
in romantic relationship, like with family, friends, like I like to, you know, be around those people. Yeah. On a consistent basis, you know, as much as I can, at least, you know what I mean? I respect that. A quality time would definitely be my dessert. It would be my number three. Like I, I do, I, I do like a nice quality time because it's kind of like, okay, you took the time out to do what? Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta have that. Yeah, like I, 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 I fuck with it. I definitely, definitely do. What would you say is like your sliding? Like your dessert? Um, I don't know. Maybe like the gifts. You know, I like a little gift here and there. Like present. Yeah, like a little present. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Do you I like think... getting chased? Do I like getting what? Chased. Chased. <laughs> um <sighs> You say yeah, 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 a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean who doesn't like who doesn't like a little chase? Yeah, yeah. No bye wow. Who don't like that? You know what's crazy though, like as I'm learning and like especially in this like single life I'm realizing like it's like okay like everybody wants to feel wanted right everybody Mm -hmm. in some in some form or way whether it's in whatever different language it is they want to know and feel that you want them you know what I'm saying so regard as long as you're like showing it in their way of love or their way of like feeling wanted I mean so is that what you define it as like you (laughs) define chase as being wanted because if that's the case then yeah of course everybody wants to feel wanted yeah i yeah that's true that's true but you know what's crazy is like i feel like as a woman like i don't know if every woman feels this way but like it's like a if a man or even a person like say for instance a man might feel this way too if a woman pursues you or if a man pursues you it's kind of like the ball is in a court nigga you got my number Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you might you might want them to be like do a little bit more or want a little bit more, but then it's kind of like, but if I'm interested, if if I want you just as bad, or if I if I if I said yes to getting your number, or I like the way you carry yourself, or I like the way you act, and like of course I'm gonna show you a little, I'm definitely gonna show you some love. You know what I'm saying. And see, that's the only thing I hate about dating, right? Like we go through all these like thought processes of like man, I don't want to put myself in there too much or I don't want to seem thirsty or or whatever the case. And I just wish it was like a little bit more like simple. You I feel, feel me? Yo, I feel the same way because I don't like a man who don't want to seem like he pressed about me. Nigga, be pressed. Fuck is you talking about? Like, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying like be pressed, be pressed, like you're like obsessed. But why can't you continue to show interest? Why you got to back up? Like why you got it? Why you have to like distance yourself? Like the distance for me shuts me down. Mm. I don't necessarily take distance well. It it makes me be like, if you gonna be distant, you might as well just eliminate me, or you might as well just exit out my life. I can't take too much distance. That's yeah, I feel the same way. Then I can't count on you. Then I can't I can't rely on this same energy. But if you giving me the same energy and it's consistent, and I'm just I'm just getting to know like you as an individual, but you just keep getting distance and you shutting down, which is kind of like, well, nigga, what the fuck? Like, what, what, what are we talking for? I don't, I can't, I can't get jiggy with it. I'm, I try my best. I, try, I, I communicate. I, I, I feel like I say out my mouth, like, hey, I don't like distance. Distance is weird to me. Distance is like, okay, well then go, go somewhere else. Like, that's what distance gives me. Distance doesn't make me feel like you want to be in my space. Like, you want to hang out with me. Distance makes me feel like 
there's, I mean, granted, there's always fish in the sea, but it just makes me feel like you're losing interest in me. And if you're losing interest, bye-bye. Like, no, I agree. I, I've dealt with that before, and that's not fun. Yeah. What's your longest, like, relationship? What did you have to heal from? I think my longest was three or four years, I think it was. Something like that. Um, a cool three and a half? Oh, uh, yeah, three. We'll say three and a half. Um, I used to tell people, I said, yeah, it, used to, it was longer for me than it was for her, but three and a half is cool. And you say that because of the healing process? I, I say that because I, as she was letting go, I was still trying to trying to fight fight for it. You know what I mean? Right. So she checked out after two years. You were still in that bitch three and a half. She probably checked out after the third. Okay. That's... I was like, the half was like... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, mean, no, I, I understand. That's that's some real transparency right there. And very, very understanding <laughs> how you did what you did. So my thing is, like, I mean, like, why did y'all break up in the first place? So... So I was young, right? I was fresh out of um I think I fresh out of high school, going into college or had started college. And so the girl I was dating, she was from from India. Nice girl, pretty girl. And so we we um we had decided, you know, we like each other. And we decided to, you know, to make it official. And along those three years. Uh, you know, we found out that she was she was going to have an arranged marriage, which was new to me because you know I'm not really I wasn't really privy to like a whole lot of different cultures and stuff like that. You know, didn't really know a lot of Indian people like that, but um, she was going to she was going to have to have one. So we, we tried to stick it out for a little while, tried to fight for it, try to, try to stay together, hoping things would change. Well, I was hoping things would change, but it, it just got to a point where it just wasn't, it wasn't going to change and, and it had to be what it was going to be. Feel me? So in the end, she chose the Indian. Yeah. She, she had, yeah, yeah. She had, she had, really didn't have a choice because if the thing was like, and mind you, we were young, we were in college. Um, if she didn't, she she would have been disowned, you know, from my knowledge. And then at the time, I was like, man, I don't. One, I don't have anywhere for you to go, or where to put you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even if we did stick it out, you would probably resent me because now you don't have, you know what I mean? You don't have your family. When it came down to it, it wasn't going to be me over her family. You feel me? Yeah, no, but let's like talk about resentment, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, this is my podcast. I've talked about my my breaking up with my boyfriend before. And like for my reasons of, of breaking up was kind of like a, like... I wanted to see what it would be like in this next chapter of my life, like definitely going into my thirties, like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. by myself, seeing seeing what this process be like. Now, no, granted, I prayed for this man, right? You know this. Mm-hmm. I prayed for this man. I wanted this man in my life, whatever, and I got this man, 
And it was just kind of like, okay, cool. This is exactly what I wanted down to the jaw, all of that shit. But then it's like, you know, over time shit changes. And I just thought about myself. I was like, well, damn, if I stay in this relationship, if I stay here and I've never got to experience what it was like to be by myself, live on my own, pay my own bills, do my own thing, whatever. I felt like I wouldn't necessarily resent him, but I would most definitely like feel a way about myself. Like just be like, damn, can you really start a family and have a marriage without knowing what it's like to be by yourself? That's looking back being like, damn, bitch, like all those years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like and it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the person you're with, but everything to do with yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. So yeah, I I couldn't. I mean, in the end, I didn't really have a choice. Right. You know what I mean? Mind, like, you to stay. Say it again. In your mind, you wanted to stay. Yeah, of course. Like we, I'm like, yo, no. In my mind, at that time, I'm like, yo, this is my girl. She ain't going nowhere. If you need to see me, then you gonna have to see me. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I wasn't, I wasn't into because I didn't understand the culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I'm like, what you mean you don't have no choice? Yeah. I'm like, what you talking like, I'm about? I'm your man. I'm your man. What you talking about? Right. I'm thinking like, yo, I, I have a choice, but I didn't understand from her point of view. Yeah. And now you like, feel like you do. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like back then I was um, I was trying to force her to to make a decision that she in the end that she wasn't going to make. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I respect, and that. it was it wasn't it wasn't intentional, but it was like because I wanted the relationship you know, so badly and, and wanted it to work. Because I, you know, I was like, yo, this is my girl. Like, what y'all doing? You feel me? So, you know, I didn't understand it. So, I think I put a lot of pressure on her um, mm. to kind of make, make that decision. And, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't have been like that. That's a grown man answer, right? You 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 can't. I, I feel like I personally can't be mad at a man that can sit here and look look at his past and say to himself, like, man, you know what? I could have done this better. I could have handled this better. I mean, and now in this place in my life, I actually understand where she comes from. Like, I understand where the other person comes from, not just from my perspective, but I get why she made the decisions that she made. That's real growth. Yeah, you, yeah, you gotta. You got to grow. You got to grow up a little bit. And I felt like I was challenged to kind of grow up a little bit in that situation. Because, you know, a lot of times we tend to to hold on to that stuff and and, and somehow it becomes a part of our, our daily daily walk or, or identity or whatever. You and ever you did just... a... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You ever did a date nap? Not fully. Not What does that mean? You know you gotta you gotta pay for that. You know that, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I've never I've never been dating that before. They let um, you get a little taste. <laughs> so you you gotta pay <laughs> just a taste. Okay, so they give you a little taste for free, and so for what free. And mean? I'm gonna be honest, like <laughs> you know that free ain't. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's yeah. ugly. It's ugly. I'm not gonna say uh, everybody. We all precious in his sight, but I'm just saying. 
that free is, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> free for a reason. Like they trying to get you to see what's behind that that paywall. Okay, so what you saying? Like they got the pretty, they got to show you the pretty pictures, but when you first when you meeting up with them, they ugly as fuck. No, it's like you not getting the best of the best. Like I've I've seen it where it's like, yo, what? Come on. This ain't it. This ain't it. You feel me? Like, either you hiding them behind the paywall or you just want me to pay to get more of the same thing. You ever been catfished? Have I been catfished? No, because I never followed through. I never followed through with them. You never followed through with it. So would it just go from like, oh, yeah. You Yo, the, you just you just literally like looking like if you want to match with somebody, you want to pay. What website was you on? This was Match. Match. Match.com. I never, okay. I'm like, I heard of that one. I've heard of Bumble, of course, Timber, Tinder. I tried um, Bumble, yo, but like, it was, it was just, it was weird. I'm starting to hear some people say, but Bumble was some bullshit. I've had, I had like two people say like, Bumble was alright. I had a couple matches on Bumble, but for the most part, people be saying Bumble ain't the one. <laughs> no, yo, anytime I put women and then men start popping up, it's time <laughs> to get out of there. Yeah, I feel you. Damn, that's crazy. All right, so look, we're going to go into a more lighter mood, right? We're going to play a game of Would You Rather. You ready for Would You Rather? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. Okay, so would you rather ask for help or figure it out on your own? Figure it out on my own. Why? I feel like that's just part of my personality. I'll be trying to figure stuff out. Okay. Could be good or bad, but i definitely be trying to figure stuff out. Is it like a, I don't want to burden women with my problems type thing? Like, I've heard men say, like, yo, women don't need to know everything that you're feeling. Women don't need to know everything that you're going through. So is it, like, a little bit of that? I mean, I think that depends on the level of the relationship. But... Dependency. Level of relationship. So if you trust a woman enough, you can depend on that. You, you can actually feel like, you know, I can ask for some help. Yeah. Mm. If it's somebody I'm rocking with, yeah, but like, if we just met <laughs> a couple of days ago, like, I ain't about to. What about three months? Mm. Can you allow her? It depends on what, what kind of help I'm talking about, like. Financial help. Oh, no, I don't know about that's no. That's too steep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about emotional help? Excuse me. I think, um, we passing gas, man. <laughs> well, chill, yo. <laughs> um, I don't know. Your three months is still kind of early. Like, so you said it early because I, I look at like, okay, I don't know. Like, my, my views kind of change depending on like, I guess who I'm speaking to. But I just feel like, all right, coming out of a nine year relationship, I mean, dependency got levels, like. Wanting to sit here and I can really count on you with like my shit is levels, but it's like maybe about what I what I decide to tell you or you know what I share and shit like that. Then I mean I can depend on you to you know I can depend on you on what I expect you to do, right? Yeah, but I think three months is still like I think it's like That's you said it's levels like you can only get a little you know what I mean it's like a little bit. Three months is, is like baby stuff. Like people fronting in three months. You said people be fronting. Yeah, fronting in three months. Oh, they, I'm sure. Yeah, 
if you can keep it up that long. Damn. Okay, cool. You giving me some perspective. All right, okay, so would you rather get up early or stay up late? <laughs> I'm trying to be a, 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 a it's crazy, yo, because when I was younger, I would stay up late. And as I got older, I kind of didn't, couldn't stay up as late, but I find myself now staying up late. But I want to get up early, so I'm going to say get up early. How you want to say get up early and you want me getting up early? I, Because I, I, I really desire to get up early. It's just that for whatever reason, I'm staying up late. Okay. I, I will say I'm an early bird regardless. I'm the person that's getting up at 7 in the morning. And See, I, I'm trying to live that life. Yeah, I, I get up early on the weekends. Like, I'm just early. I just always get up early, like, no matter what. Even there are times I have a late night of drinking or a late night of going out, and I'm up 6, 5, 7 in the morning, something like that, and it's just like, I mean, up. I just, I can't really sleep. Now, I can go back to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. I might I might hit a, I'm going to go ahead and go back to sleep, but I can most definitely be up and be like, oh, shit, the sun is up. Look at the birds are chirping. You <laughs> mean, like, that's, that's, that's something for me. Um, okay, so would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early. Yeah. I'm already late enough as it is, but yeah. I want to be early. I'd rather be an early bird, too. I'd rather be an early person, though I'm not one. I will say that. I can honestly say my life, my life lies in being late, but I'd rather be early because it's just like the anxiety that being late brings is too much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so uh, would you rather talk on the phone or text? Come on now, you know my answer. You want to text, nigga? We texting. <laughs> now, now look, look. I'll talk on the phone if I have to, but like that's not my first. Uh, that's not my first go-to. But what about tone, yo? What about tone? Like I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not a FaceTimer, though I am beginning to be a FaceTimer a little bit more. But I feel like, I feel like that phone conversations, you understand tone. A little bit more than what you do when it comes to like a text message. Like, I'm not one that always want to be on the phone, but I'm changing, and I've and I've seen myself like, damn, bitch, you be on the phone a lot now, or you Facetime a little bit more, whatever the case may be. But it's just like a like the tone, yo. You can still giggle, yo. You can get a nice giggle. On no, the phone. I I agree, I agree, but I've never liked talking on the phone. Yo. Yeah, I never liked talking, but I'll talk on the phone. Like I talk to you, I talk to my homeboy, I talk. If I'm so, dating somebody, you know, you got to talk on the phone. So. Got to talk on the phone because the tone, yo, it'd be like the, what you mean by that? When you right. got to be a person, you know what I mean? When they come, yeah. sometimes you could be saying something and you're the real, real life joking. If you don't put an emoji in there, they mm-hmm. can take it a whole different way. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Uh, would you ever lose all the money that you earned this year or lose all the memories you've had over the years? Yeah, hey, I would lose that money. You feel me? You feel Can't me? Lose that money, we though. had too many giggles, man. We For had too real. many giggles. Can't lose those, man. Can't, yo. Would you ever travel back in time or travel to the future? And you have to explain why. So I'm going back in time. Why? And it because like I'm a big nineties nineties person, right? From like nineteen ninety. Hey, yo, y'all not you being three. <laughs> it's it's weird because I, I grew up in the nineties. But like, if I was to be like, go back in time and be like a, a full adult, it would probably be the nineties. Like from nineteen ninety to like, probably ninety five. Okay. Doing that era, like I love that era. Like from the the clothes, the music, 
everything, yo. I would definitely go back to that era. It seemed like it was it was hella fun. So I, I would think, I would want to do that. I feel you on that. I think if I had to go back in time and actually live it as like as an adult or like a young adult, I would probably want to be in the, even in the seventies. So I just like I like the seventies, like because the seventies. I, I like the 70s, like, the way they carry they stuff. Oh, what's up, man? What's happening, man? Yeah, yeah. You, I like, I like <laughs> the, you, ling- yeah, the lingo, the fucking style, the afros, like, how we were just so pro-black. Back then, I love it so much. I would I would definitely at least want to see what the fuck that shit was like. So you want to be a job turkey I want Cadillac? Hey, <laughs> I really do. I would, I would love to be in that era. Or... If not that, I would love to be an adult in the early 2000s because I just love, like, you know, growing up, really? so wherever you grow up, I feel like wherever area you grow up in, you mm-hmm. kind of be like, I would love to be a team with all of the adults because you was looking at adults back then. You was looking right. at adults like, damn, y'all was having y'all lives. Y'all was doing this. So I wouldn't mind being an adult in the early 2000s either because that's my shit. Like, that's my shit. I agree. Yeah, you know, I, I feel you on like you growing up in the 90s and wanting to experience that. Um, would you rather go to jail for a crime you didn't commit or get away with a crime <laughs> but you paranoid about being caught in your entire life? <laughs> yo, let me get away with that joint. Hey, yo. Because <laughs> I ain't going to the joint. I can't go to jail, yo. I can't go to jail. And that's how I feel, too. I'm kind of like, I'm, I think I want to be paranoid. Even though paranoia, come on, we didn't been high. I mean, I don't know about you. We've been high before. Paranoia is not cool. But at the same time, it's like, but do I want to be in jail with the crazies? Yeah, I'm not going to jail. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's me. Um, would you rather only eat ice cream for the rest of your life or never eat ice cream again? Yeah, this is tough because I love ice cream. Not diarrhea. But up. Yo, but I'm going to go with. Um... Never having to eat ice cream. Okay. Rather have a, a, a runny nose or always have a cough? Man, them coughs be like, they be hurting sometimes. <laughs> For real, like, they, <laughs> they be taking you out sometimes. So I'm going to go with uh, a runny nose. You want to sniff all day? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. Damn. Okay, okay. Would you rather um, be serenaded by Snoop Dogg or Mariah Curry? Mariah all day, yo. For real? All hey, day. All I want bomb gas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yo, Mariah, yo. You know who I'm choosing, right? Snoop Dogg. You already You know? want that central seduction. You already know. You already know. All he got to do is take his <laughs> okay, or even a little bit of gin and juice. Like I'm, oh, yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool with Snoop Dogg just coming up, and then he smoked too. I mean, he cool. Mm-hmm. He he, your favorite uncle. He like, damn, what up, Uncle Snoop? Like we all feel like he our uncle. And he yeah. our uncles and shit. I would love to be around Snoop Dogg, for, like for real. Okay, so would you have? Would you rather have your least favorite song being played on a constant loop, or never listen to music again? This is hard because I like music. But if I got to listen to a song I don't like on the loop, I might as well not listen to it at all. So. Damn. I think I'm, don't you it all? I think I'm going to do that one, yo. Damn, you just watching TV all your life. Mm-hmm. God damn. Okay. So would you ever be able to speak any language or be able to only speak to animals? 
<clears throat> I think I'm gonna speak to animals, yo. Mm. And I feel you on that, Dr. Doolittle. Right, I want to know what, like, yo, what y'all thinking about? Hell yeah, you want to know if this nigga thinking about attacking you? <laughs> For real, people be thinking like a dog about to attack. Like I've seen little kids trip over dogs that ain't even worried about them. You like, girl, he ain't thinking about you, but you want to know what he really thinking? Like I feel you on that. I do, yo. I really, really do. Um, would you rather have a uh photographic memory or a perfect pitch? Probably perfect pitch. I think I got a pretty good photographic memory now. Really? Yeah. Mm. I I could I could remember stuff pretty good for the most part. God bless you. God bless you because for the most I, part. Yeah. Okay. Well, really, with directions, like I can remember that stuff like really good. So okay. uh, I say perfect pitch for real. I, so would you rather get stranded? By yourself on a desert island or get stranded on a snow mountain? Desert island. Why all day. <laughs> Why you say that? Because I ain't about to be cold. Right. And I'm sure the island the island got some water. Yeah. For us. See, there you go. For sure. And it's pretty and it's nice. I feel you on that. I'd rather see a palm tree than a motherfucking like pine tree. The fuck? No. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather, and I said I wouldn't ask you this, but I'm going to ask you because I'm just curious and it's nasty as fuck, so I get it. Would you rather not brush your teeth for a week or not take a shower for two weeks? That's nasty. Just don't even answer it. Like, I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to answer that one, you Think I'm like, oh, he dirty. <laughs> no matter how you answer it, like, it's going to be nasty as shit. It's nasty. Um, okay, would you, rather have, would you rather be 45 minutes late or 45 minutes early to every event and engagement? 45 minutes early. Early. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather be underdressed to an event or overdressed every time you went to an event? Overdressed. Why? Man, I like a good suit, man. Like, I used to grow up watching my father put his suits on on Sunday. And I was like, man, I gotta I gotta get my suit game when I get older. I feel you. So. Uh, you ever read a book or watch a movie? Well, while I should be reading <laughs> a lot more books, I'll probably watch the movie. Yeah. You got to have the visual, yo. I feel yeah. like I'm a visual learner. Like, I got to be able to see. Like, even though sometimes you can read a book and you can literally, like, you hit it, like, see their words, like, damn, I can envision it. But, I mean, reading a book can make you sleepy, yo. I've, I've tried my best to read books, and I will literally be falling asleep reading that shit because it's just, like, it's just, it gets boring. Stamp- I can't read books in the house, like, yeah, for sure. I gotta go to the like library and read it or something like that. Or go somewhere else and read it. Right. And me knowing you personally, I mean I know you're like an ocean, like water type of guy. Um mm-hmm. rather spend time on the beach or the ocean. Is that even a real question? Ain't the beach and the ocean the same? Yeah, but I would probably say the beach because I had this bad experience on the ocean. What happened? I, I have it on this class trip and we was on one of them. Them boats that was like open, like top and bottom. Yeah. And it was hella, hella windy that day. So the, the boat was like rocking like really bad. And ever since then, I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not fooling with the ocean like that. That's and I can't, I can't swim. So I'm not, I'm not about to be out. I like to look at it. Yeah. But I ain't about to be out there. 
Yo, what's crazy is I just recently learned how to float. For real? I learned how to, yo, my cousins, my one of my little, it was like, it was like a group of, like, my cousins and I went on a cousin's trip. It was a group of my cousins, and I was like, yo, I don't know how to swim, I don't know how to float, nothing. She had her own little pool, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the pool. She's like, look, just, I was on a floaty. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you I had a floaty, okay? Mm-hmm. But even the fact of a person who had a floaty, I still couldn't float. Like I could never float. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to float and just trust my body and trust the water. I was very proud of myself. And they was like encouraging me, like, oh shit, you floating, man. You floating. You floating. <laughs> I'm like, ah. So what you you it's just you have to relax. Yeah, you really have to but you have to stop thinking. Because if you keep saying like I can't, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I can't do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. Keep telling yourself you can't do it, you're not gonna do it. But if you just like just be one with the water, and just allow yourself to flow, allow yourself to be, you could do it. I was That's very crazy. proud of myself. I was just like, oh, this is the art of letting go. Okay, I get oh, it. Okay, it wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So I was just like, I was proud because I was like, now I know I'm gonna be able to. I can learn how to swim. I can do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It, it's mm-hmm. progress for me because I never even thought I could do that. So it was. It was really good. Would you would you rather uh live without movies or live without music? I could do without the movies. Gotta have the music, you know. Gotta have the music. Yo, I talked about somebody else on the other podcast and we talked about music and movies. And for me personally, right, like sometimes like I had the TV on its back noise, like background noise. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm in a creative space, that TV is on. And I don't I don't think nothing of it. But I can't have music playing in my ear. Or have music in the background and be creative because then I'm 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 too much involved in singing the song or getting into the lyrics. For real? I can't really zone. I can't zone out because I'm ready to jam. I feel like it depends on what I'm doing, but if I'm doing something, depends on what I'm doing creative. Like I feel like I can have it on. Like say, like give me an example. Like all right, if I'm cleaning, I'm definitely choosing music. I might have both on. I might have the TV on and the music playing in the background too. But what what you saying? Like, if I had to, like, design something, illustrator or something like that, then I can have the music on 100%. Or if I had to paint or... You paint? I'm saying if I had to, like... I've painted my room before, but, like, if I had to, like, paint or whatever the case may be, I could I could have music on. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I do. Um, So, would you rather have a personal chef or a personal chauffeur? Personal chef or personal stripper? <laughs> no, a personal stripper. <laughs> <laughs> we see where your mind is at, nigga. No, I'm <laughs> a personal chef or a personal chauffeur. <laughs> I'm gonna take the show. No, not the show for the chef. I'm gonna take the chef. I'm taking the chef too, yo. <laughs> I don't love the cook. You feel what I'm saying? I'm good on the cleaning. Well, this is the thing, right? As much as I've I want to cook like I really want to cook. I'm just bad with it because I don't pay attention. So I would probably need a chef. Oh, you falling asleep with the stove on? Not falling asleep, but like one time I had put some some beans on the stove, and I went upstairs to grab something, right? And I came back downstairs, and I was like, "Yo, what's that sizzling noise?" And I went in the kitchen. I was like, "Yo, I had the, the beans on the stove. I forgot that quick. I had the uh, the beans on the stove." And I'm notorious known for uh, burning stuff. Like, I'll burn stuff in, in a heartbeat. Because I go sit down and watch TV. Oh. So, <laughs> I definitely yeah. got it. And people make fun of me all the time because I be burning stuff, so. 
Would you rather be remembered in history books for doing something terrible or be completely forgotten after you die? Would you rather be remembered in history books for doing something terrible? Absolutely terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Or be completely forgotten after you die? Like nobody remembers you for whatever you're known for. Man, that's... So you want to be Hitler or you want to be a nobody? In that case, I'm going to be a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a nobody, yo. Yeah, yo. I don't know, yo. <laughs> I, I can't choose because I'm like, either way, you, you, at least you got some rank. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I can't sit here and say, like, I know I'm a good person. Like, I do very good things, but it's just kind of like, Nobody? I don't know. I don't know if I don't want to be known for the good shit that I do put in. Like, I don't know, y'all. Just... I say that because I could do good stuff and, and really not worry about anybody saying anything about it, so I can, it's it's alright. I don't want to be known for something terrible. Mm, okay. So would you rather be on a dating show, like The Bachelor, you know, some flavor love type shit, or would you ever be on a survival show? A dating show. Yeah, because you want everybody to love you. Ladies love you. <laughs> OJ. Yeah, yo, yeah. I got people that ladies have. Yeah. Yeah, yo. And I say that too, but it's a it's a small part of me that's just like, hey, yo, true survival, yo. <laughs> just for the fun of it. Just to see, like, can I can I truly survive? Like, you know what I mean? What's that show like they do on uh Big Brother? Yo, I low key would love to be on Big Brother. No, Big Brother. I'm I might do Big Brother. That's not yeah. that's not extreme. I think I could do that. Nah. But not no survivor, nah. I feel you. Okay, so last question for you, right? If you had to sum your personality up in one food group, what would it be? Not a food. I, I mean, you know I mean? You know yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I would probably say pizza. Tell me why. A lot of, you know, pizza, you can't go wrong with pizza. Like, if you have a party... What you get? You get pizza. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's not a lot of people out there that's like, man, I don't like pizza. Yeah. So I, I think I, I would be that. And that's facts. Kids love pizza. <laughs> right, yeah. Love pizza. Everybody love pizza. Everybody want to get a little pizza. Let me get a little slice. Right, yeah. So, even, yeah. Not even that hungry. You might get one slice. Yeah, if that's somebody pizza. say pizza, like, your eyes going to light up a little, yeah, a little like, bit. Hey, you can pizza up. You, oh, you want to know where you order it from. Well, what pizza spot? Oh, right. that's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. You know that's mine too. I feel like everybody love a little piece of brie. Every, yeah. every, everybody gonna want a little piece of me and I feel you. And if you hate me, it's because you hate yourself. Period. Um, anyway. Okay, <laughs> Josh, that's I mean, that's that's it. I thank you for coming on today because you you you, you gave a lot of perspective and I appreciate that. All right, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate I, it. I love you so love much. You, too, man. you are one of my favorite people, if not the favorite. So I thank you. I appreciate that. God bless you. God okay. Bless. Thank you, Lord. Bless me. <laughs> Being blessed. Like, like, bless me, Lord. Yeah. No. <laughs> love you, Joshie. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Just Breathe with Breathe the Podcast. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. You can also find me on IG and Twitter at Cheesy Like Bree. And yeah. As always, sending my light, good energy, and love your way. Have an amazing day.